Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. A podcast about all things spiritual, mystical, witchy, and woo-woo, designed for the modern babe. Each week, we will dive deep into the nitty-gritty of ancient energy systems and modern-day modalities. This podcast is for the dreamers, visionaries, changemakers, and risk-takers. Life's too short to be boring, so be prepared for fresh opinions, taboo topics, and unfiltered conversations. We created this podcast because we're obsessed with elevating and expanding our lives. We want to bring you along as we unearth helpful practices and topics that you can utilize to do the same. So if you're ready for some fun, jump in, turn up the volume, and let your co-hosts, Brittany Donalds and Aaron Munoz, guide you through the universe. Hey, Aaron, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. We've been having some technical difficulties with my computer lately, but um, I think we are back on track now, hopefully. Yay. Finally. Yeah, it, I, I've been telling Levi because he's been having technical issues too, that, um, the, I know that people say Mercury in retrograde does technology, but I think, um, the Gemini eclipses that we've been having, Gemini is all about communication. So it's all been communication related stuff that's been messing up. So I think that that's kind of what's been going on. And it's like a surge of energy, right? So yeah. Maybe it's just a little bit much and, and it <laughs> can't handle clogs it. Clogs up the wavelengths. Exactly. Or something. Exactly. So I think we're we're back in action, hopefully. Um, we'll see. So Yeah. Yeah. How was your weekend? Um, it was good. Just trying to get things done at the salon and I did a super fun um like birthday photo shoot with one of my friends who's getting ready to turn forty. And she definitely is not like a very glam person so she got like all glammed up and she's been like working super hard to get into shape and like lose weight and she's come a long way so it'll be so cool like I'm so excited to see the pictures because I don't think she really has any idea like how like much different she looks or like I mean just to see herself like that it's it's cool like when women get to see themselves and they're like, damn, okay. Yeah. You oh, know? Good. Yeah. yeah. So, Oh, that's so fun. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. Um, I, what did I do? Oh, we went Friday night. We had a date night at home, kind of just wrapping presents, drinking boozy eggnog. And then Ooh, I made um, some too, because yeah. I saw your story and I wanted some after that. I got the, um, I think it was the silk, the almond yeah. milk one. And it was really good. It is. I'm telling, I tell everyone, okay, look, I'm not like this big proponent of eggnog. It's not like I have to have it. I just, um, randomly was like, oh, I saw it at the store and I tried it and I was just like, oh, I like this, you know, it's an almond milk one and almond milk is obviously thinner than, um, regular milk. I think that's why I don't like 
eggnog yeah. because it's so like thick. Bleh, it's like bleh. like it makes me feel. Yes, yes. <laughs> it makes me feel like that sound I just made. Yeah, but, no, I'm um, I'm I the think, same way. Yeah, I think that's why I liked it. Yeah, it's way it's thinner. It's not like as thin as regular almond milk. It's just slightly thicker, but it the flavor's good. Like the nuttiness, mm-hmm. I think, of almond milk even adds to it. Yeah. And then I ended up I just had some Captain Morgan at home, and it said add spiced rum or whiskey, and I'm more. I love rum, so I added it to it, so we had that, and before that, we had gone and done, um, or we drove around and um, looked at some, like, Christmas lights in Mm -hmm. Winfield, went through the Isle of Lights, and then Saturday, we did kind of a, like, Christmas with my family, so just my my parents and um, my sister and brother-in-law and then nieces and nephew, or niece and nephew, so it was a really good weekend, and then Sunday was super productive. I felt good. I'm reading a new book. It's called um, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. I already feel like a total badass, and I'm like 30 pages in. So Ooh, I love that. Yeah. So I'll let you guys know how it goes, but so far, so good. It's kind of like shattering your own like glass ceiling, mm-hmm. like that kind of like leap from mediocre to the next level. And that doesn't mean like if you're already being successful, you can still go from the success you have to bigger success. Yeah, just so like the next level. Yeah, it's really cool. cool. So I really like it. So this week we have kind of a fun episode. Um, we yeah. are going to kind of give you our holiday tips and tricks survival. Yeah. I guess. I am super excited about this episode because I have always felt like people turn the holidays, especially Christmas, into something that's like draining instead of Mm-hmm. super fun and like joyful like it's supposed to be mm-hmm. and I just never understood like why people torture themselves oh yeah um to try and make the holiday magical when that's literally the opposite of what they're doing so <laughs> yeah. yeah they try to make by trying to make it magical they end up like burnt out and at their yes. wits ends. yeah yeah for sure. and obviously that's not how you want to feel about a holiday especially when it's supposed to be about you know like magic and giving and family and and, you know yeah yeah. for sure well yeah love especially so (laughs) yeah I mean that's the whole point of Jesus I guess so yeah um I think that well it was kind of funny we were talking about like what the episode would be about and I'm pretty sure I said how to not be an asshole or raise assholes and something I don't remember what else I said but I feel like I get flack from people when I'm like, I don't like buying my kids Christmas presents. And honestly, like, I don't think they would even care if I did or not. And people look at me like, oh, you don't love your family. (laughs) (laughs) But I've just have been intentional in like trying to raise my kids Mm -hmm. to where they feel content with what they have. And like, I honestly think that they like know that they have everything they want and need. So maybe they like, they just never can come up with something that they really want, and they always want more Legos, but they don't really need them. So, yeah, I mean, I obviously don't have kids. I think, um, you know, definitely not um, making sure that kids are grateful for what they have, I think, is huge. And it's not just something that happens at Christmas time, it's a year round situation for sure. Um, and, you know, I, we can kind of, you know, we're, I think we're jumping ahead of ourselves a little bit on yeah. the episode. We'll, we'll kind of just go in. We, we each compiled some tips and maybe Aaron's will probably be more beneficial towards children because I, I don't raise <laughs> them. So, um, or I don't have kids to raise. So I guess let's just jump into our tips and we can kind of like go back and forth. And if yeah. you want to start off on the kid the kid part or is there something else? Um, I mean, I have, so I was kind of thinking like just ways to make the holiday less stressful or like creative ideas that you can like use for gifts for your family that are a little bit more like practical. And I mean, I just have like a random list of all kinds of stuff. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can jump in anywhere, but yeah, as far as kids go, I did kind of, I do get off on like a tangent when it comes to that, because I just like, I don't get why we want to train our kids to be high maintenance and expect tons and tons and tons for Christmas. But then throughout the year, we're like, 
aren't you gra- aren't you appreciative for what we do for you? Aren't you gra- grateful for what you already have? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like the total opposite of what we do around the holiday, right? And I'm lucky that my kids are low maintenance, but I guess part of it is because I've kind of <laughs> made them be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I don't love buying them stuff. Obviously, it's fun. Like I love seeing their faces light up when they get presents, but I rather do something that they're going to remember like with them than to buy them something that they're going to play with for a month and then they're going to forget about it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's something to be said and this was on kind of my tip, so maybe we can tie it in. Um I think even if you are somebody that wants to shop or give gifts, like that's totally, you know, your prerogative or, you know, as a, as a listener, you can t- raise your children. However, I think for me, what kind of made me grateful, my mom was like huge in the like helping of the homeless community. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, she would give away our coats to like homeless people. We would go like volunteer at like the, um, the homeless shelters. I worked in a grocery store and my mom was a manager there growing up. And we would take all of the like quote unquote expired food, AKA like it was still good, Mm -hmm. but it couldn't legally be sold. And they used to like throw probably thousands of dollars of food a week away. And she (sighs) worked it out to be able to like drop that off at like the you know food banks. Yeah, food banks. The home we went a ton to the homeless shelter and like served food and you know did that kind of stuff I think and that's on my list not just I did nothing like that yeah we I mean my mom was huge on it so it's kind of hard to be like I want more Legos not that I was getting Legos maybe more of like (laughs) the um mall madness game or Barbies or whatever but it was just like a thing we did growing up and it's hard to like come home and be like I can't believe I didn't get more presents after you just served somebody like, maybe their only presents. meal of the day, like, serve them their food or whatever. So I put that on there not just for kids. Like, I know you were talking on kids. But it's a very, like, I'm, like, teary-eyed just thinking about it. Very humbling experience, like, seeing that stuff. So <laughs> I'm, like, Aww, sad for those okay. people. <laughs> it is sad. It's, yeah. But that's the thing. A lot of kids don't have the those experiences Mm -hmm. and those opportunities. And I definitely think that that's part of it. Yeah. Not only teach your kids to expect less as far as material items go and give them those like really meaningful gifts, but yeah, to expose them to things like that and to give them those experiences where instead of telling them to be grateful, you give them opportunities to be grateful. Yeah. And you give them an opportunity to see like what it truly means to have what Mm -hmm. they have. And that doesn't mean that, like, you have to live in, like, a giant house and give your kids tons of presents for them to need to be grateful. Like, if you have food on the table every day and, like, electricity in your house, like, you can still raise grateful children. And it's impactful for you as an adult, too. Like, it's not just, like, something that... We only have to learn as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. You instill it in yourself for the rest of your life. And I put that on there and I said, um, you know, maybe like time isn't something that you have a lot of. And I can totally respect that. It's okay. Like just to donate money or food. Like Mm -hmm. I know some people like, obviously here I am. I talked about like we donated time a lot and it was super beneficial, but I know it's beneficial for like to donate a hundred dollars to a cause, like because oh, yeah. they can go out and buy exactly what they need or food to a food bank or, you know, like even in Winfield, like if you are local, we have a, um, it's called the love store and mm-hmm. it's all, um, free as far as like the people that get to shop there. So it's huge. You have to make an appointment, drop stuff off, but any of that stuff can add up. And I also want to point out, I'm not going to go into detail. I'm pretty hardcore on not donating to the Salvation Army and to Goodwill. I have my own, I've, in my, I feel, do your own research. I've educated myself around it. I'm really particular on the causes that Mm -hmm. I donate to because I want everyone to reap the most from it. So look into it, see who, you know, for instance, Salvation Army 
doesn't support certain lifestyles. So, you know, do your own, your own research and all of that, but, um, you can donate any of that food, time, money. It's all, it all matters and show your kids that show them, have them go through their toys and talk to them about like, if you don't want to put them in a homeless shelter, they're too young to start that. Like, uh, -huh. I said, put them. If you don't want them, like, if you don't want to take them yeah. to a homeless shelter, yeah. <laughs> you're not dropping your kids off there. Um, you know, have them go through their toy box and talk to them about little kids who don't have toys, mm -hmm. like who don't have nice coats, who, you know, all of those kind of things for sure. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's um, kind of. I mean, all that I have to say about just the attitude and like where like the place which you should kind of approach in my eyes when it comes to your kids. But um, I also was trying to think, and the more that I like planned out what I wanted to say for the podcast, it kind of gave me some more ideas even to like make it a little more fun or a little mm -hmm. more creative. And so whether you're trying to like save money or be frugal for the holidays, or if you just are kind of tired of the same old thing and you want to mix it up a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. I had some ideas on like different types of gifts that you could give. Mm -hmm. So, and then we also are going to talk about things that are a little more eco-friendly because Christmas, I don't know if you guys know this, but it's one of the, obviously like you should, but <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the most like waste creating times of the year because mm -hmm. of the wrapping paper and the, and the trees that are made out of plastic and the ornaments and, you know, all of that stuff. And a lot of it gets thrown away every year. So, mm -hmm. um, I came up with some ideas and I know that you did too, as far as like making the holiday more eco-friendly. Mm -hmm. So, um, but for gifts, I was thinking for any family or couple giving an experience is my favorite thing. I mm -hmm. kind of touched on that a little bit, but there are so many cool ways and cool things to do. I think no matter, pretty much no matter where you live, like we live in a small town, but there are still some things within like a decent, maybe like hour to three hour drive that mm -hmm. could be really, really fun. So last year we took the kids to the gathering place, which is in Tulsa. It's a little bit harder to travel at <laughs> like right now, but you could always plan a trip and like involve your kids or involve your spouse, you know, whoever the gift's for. Mm -hmm. um, so you guys could like plan things to do or maybe since you have to do something that's a little bit more COVID friendly, you could stay in a cabin or like rent a house somewhere where there's not a ton of people, like make sure it has a game room or a hot tub or, you know, like mm -hmm. something fun for whoever you're bringing with you. Right. And just like have a really, really fun weekend. It doesn't have to be something super extravagant, mm -hmm. but... Just, like, time together and doing things that everyone loves and having that time where it's, like, disconnected from phones or work or whatever, like, right. that's special. And that's something that I feel like my kids really remember mm -hmm. and it's not something that's going to get thrown away in a couple of years. So. Yeah. No, I think that's cool. <laughs> um, and then I thought, like, vintage or antique items would be really fun as gifts. And yeah. I think that, like, I wish my siblings would do a gift exchange that was all like vintage or antique <laughs> because you can find some of the coolest stuff and it's just another like form of recycling you know yeah. you're not mm -hmm. buying more junk that you know comes from walmart or whatever and you're just like you have to hunt for it it has to be more meaningful mm -hmm. i don't know i just love that type of stuff Leave, i would like that um, and then even revamping pre-loved toys. So if you find something on, on like buy, sell, trade or marketplace or whatever, and I, I found this blog post about like painting and changing fixtures and stuff like that on little, on like a kitchen set or, mm -hmm. you know, something just cute like that or painting wood toys into like your kid's favorite colors or whatever. I thought that was super fun. That is cute. And... I like the word pre-loved, so <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cool. And then um, anything that's sustainable, I felt like, is a cool way to teach your kids about, like, not trashing the earth and taking care of it, but to also, I don't know, just put a new spin on the holidays, mm -hmm. maybe. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll go through. Those are all really good. Those are completely different than what I had um, for my gifts. So I went through and just kind of moreover, like there's a few like actual ideas and then some more generic that you could kind of customize to either the individual or where you live. So um, the first and foremost, and I say this as both Aaron and I are small business owners, this is not only eco-friendly, it helps your community, it helps the individual, it supports your, like, team sports and your, um, you know, events that happen, the tax that helps keep, like, the parks going, like, support local, local and support small whenever possible. So my choice is always support local first and then support small, um, and if it's small and local, that's even better, but obviously, like, we live in a very small town there's a lot of stuff that we can get in town, but there's a lot that we, we can't if we're looking for something specific. But you can um, go online and support small businesses everywhere. Like, there's no um, reason not to do that. Again, try to stay and shop locally if possible. But um, as small business owners, I can honestly tell you that you, we do little happy dances when people buy from us, when they give our gifts when they love something it you know services any mm -hmm. of that it's huge Even so just following on social media yeah like yeah that helps and that supports us too it does it does for sure so that's number one number two we're eco-friendly gifts just like Erin said um so I'm huge on um reusable cups and straws and I know that sounds silly and they've been around but it's still not as like common as you, you know, mm -hmm. you think it would be. Um, so like for me, my mother-in-law asked for some gift ideas. I put a couple of more like Yeti, you know, tumbler type cups. I drink ice water all the time. Um, and if you haven't gotten on to the glass straw trend <laughs> or tried them, <laughs> they're freaking amazing. I hate metal on my teeth. I can't do it. And I know they have those little like, um, like the silicone. Yeah. But I don't, I feel like I know that this sounds nuts. I get it. I feel like I can taste the silicone or like the rubber it's made out of. So mm -hmm. glass straws are like phenomenal. Nothing gets stuck in them. <laughs> you can see inside of them. They can be put in the washing machine. They're a lot the more dishwasher. Or, yeah. <laughs> the dishwasher. Good grief. Yeah. Um, they can be put in the dishwasher. Um, I've been using them for a couple of years now, and I've only had to buy my second set. So, um, mm. I, I mean, we have like eight of them, eight or nine of them. And like every once in a while, like one time I hit, like dropped my purse on a cup that had one and it broke or whatever, but they don't like shatter either. They kind of just like break. Mm -hmm. if it, so that's kind of nice. Um, but you can get them. Um, you know, like I, I've seen little small shops, you can get them off Amazon if that's not available to you, but try those out before. Like, I know a lot of people like me who hate metal and don't like the silicone as well. They're huge. So check that out. A couple of like kind of fun gifts that I thought, and they help kind of individuals and they're a little more personal. You can actually like when I say adopt or sponsor an animal, I do not mean going out and getting a dog. <laughs> what I actually mean is like, for example, um, the World Wildlife Fund, you can get online and for $55, you can sponsor a rescue animal. So yeah. like a... Um, like a panda bear. Yeah, a panda that's or a badger. Or, or their like... Yeah, their yeah, logo, emblem, yeah. whatever. What, what, yeah. Like a... Like Casey Wolf. What's yeah. Um, mascot. Yes, kind of, yeah. Their mascot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought they had it for like a hedgehog or like, That's I know so um, there's little like, I for a friend's wedding gift, they had this on a registry. You could like adopt a turkey in their name because they got married in November. And it's like just feeding that animal at a shelter, you know, a, or a rescue for a year or whatever. And they send you usually get a picture and a name and like whatever. And so that's really cute. Um, and it's something that like, isn't just like your standard gift. Um, and then another one that's a little bit more affordable and also still goes to a good cause. You can actually, um, buy or adopt a star like mm -hmm. and only you would own it. Yeah, that's fun. Um, and they have different grades of stars. I didn't really like go super far into it, but you can 
like adopt or sponsor a star for $10. Like how yeah. cute is that? And it goes to supporting astronomy programs. And then you can even like name it after yeah. you or someone that you're buying it for. It's it's really cool. I yeah. always thought that would be a fun gift. Yeah. So that's, you know, $10 is super affordable. They don't know how much it costs. Like you can start out and they have it up to like $100. It's just adopt a star.org, I think. Um, yeah. And you can get like, I'm sure it's like the size of the star. I'm not really sure, but you can go from ten to a hundred dollars depending on like whatever. At the hundred dollar mark, I think they've monitored the star for at least four years, so it, they know like obviously. It's be around. Yeah, like okay. you can adopt a star, and there are shooting stars that can finally burn out. But at a certain time, you know they've they've lasted for years. They think they'll be around. So I thought that that was a really cute like mm-hmm. option. Um, and then one that I would personally like would be like a yoga or online studio subscription. So you can support like a small, like fitness or yoga studio. A lot of people have gone online because of everything. Yeah. So you're supporting a small business. You're like helping them with their health. You're giving them something personalized. Like a lot of times those classes, you don't need like equipment and all of that kind of stuff. So I thought that that one would be really cool. That's a good um, idea. I had a subscription too. I think that that's fun and it's like gifts throughout the year. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's and you just can just Christmas. like give them the first couple of months if that's, you know, in the range and then let them decide or, or whatever. So, um, especially like a lot of people will be kicking off like health and wellness goals starting in January. So that mm-hmm. one was kind of fun and they have everything under the sun and then this is kind of weird, but more, or not weird, kind of random, um, a soda stream. And so I say that because it, like, helps on, like, a wide variety of fronts. Like, it's obviously eco-friendly. It gets rid of, like, cans and cups and bottles. Um, you know, sparkling water is huge now. There are so many, like, brands. And the, like, little flavor, like, they have, like, fresh, all-natural, like, flavoring. Like, you can make lemon sparkling water or you know even if you want like they have um like all natural um quote-unquote pop flavors like if that's Mm -hmm. something that you're wanting that don't have like sugar or artificial sweetener artificial color like so the pop would come out clear Clear, which is kind of cool and some of them like even like I saw a grape soda one that was I think it was colored with like beet juice so it kind of looked purpley or whatever. So there's just some really cool things. Um, and you can always get those on sale, um, kind of for your hippie friend, or maybe the friend that is like, you know, got a new apartment or a new space giving plants or herbs, like Mm -hmm. a little herb garden. Um, those help on multiple fronts. Plants are, um, good oxygenators. They filter out the air. Like some plants can even absorb, um, toxins, toxins and mold in your house, like in the air, which I think is amazing. And plants are super affordable. Like you Mm -hmm. don't have to go crazy. I would love people giving me plants. So, um, (laughs) I don't need any right now. My house is at max capacity, but, um, and then lastly, if you can try to, if you're trying to buy something for someone, see if there is an, like an eco-friendly option. So for example, like maybe you have a little bit higher of a budget, like, and you were going to buy books for somebody, like maybe you buy them a Kindle to not have to like, you know, have those books, you know, buying the actual product. Like it actually does save like, you know, all that paper and manufacturing and shipping and everything. Um, Body care is super easy, like, if you're doing any kind of, like, deodorants, toothpaste, lotions, face creams, like, all of that, you can find eco-friendly. It's super easy, and most of that stuff isn't, like, like, crazy expensive compared to the regular or non-eco-friendly, so. Well, like, bamboo toothbrushes and little soap and shampoo bars, I had those on my list, and, um... Like you said, reusable. I I thought of even like stainless steel water bottles. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty trendy. Yeah. Um, or like plastic free lunch boxes. That's mm-hmm. something that's like eco friendly that you can buy your kids. Mm-hmm. And they have so many cute metal lunch boxes, and they're kind of like retro looking. So that's fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I they love have stuff a like that. a bunch of like subscription based like um, I don't know eco friendly sustainable um, bath products like. There's a a toothpaste, and I'm blanking on the name, 
but I know you can buy it. It comes in a jar, and instead of, like, using the plastic tube that it comes in, it's, like, these little, almost, like, bites. Like, you put it in your mouth and add water, and it basically turns into toothpaste. uh Or, like, cleaning products that, like, come with, like, a pretty glass jar, and you drop it in and then add water to it, and it turns it into a, a cleaning product, so you have to, you don't have to worry about the plastic bottles. So, there's just lots of really cool, um, I don't know, items out there. I looked up a couple. Um, there's something called sustainablejungle.com, which will kind of show you and point you to a bunch of different um, eco-friendly and sustainable products. Earthy Bee um, has the same thing. It's a blog and can kind of point you. They don't necessarily sell stuff, but can point you in the right direction. Etsy's huge for um, small business owners, um, so you can buy from Etsy and know that you're supporting a small business owner and they have like great customizable options and most of the time they'll work with you like if you need something quickly mm-hmm. and then like I said adoptastar.org and um, worldwildlife.org are both two websites you can check out for fun little things. Love it. Yeah. Those are all good. Yeah. Okay well um, since you kind of covered fun like eco-friendly gifts um, I was thinking just Using, like, your gift wrapping, cutting down on paper that you throw away Mm -hmm. or, like, plastic ribbons or stuff like that, Um, you could do things like using a fun Christmas, like, cloth and then, like, fabric ribbon or rope or, you know, something cute like that Mm -hmm. to wrap presents would be really cool. Um, I love paper bags. I've done, like, crafts with them this year. I use them for, like, presents all the time. Even And you can buy cute ones. They don't have to be just, like, boring brown ones. But you could even, like, have a fun night with your kids or, I mean, or your spouse if you don't have kids. Like, where you could paint paper bags <laughs> mm-hmm. and then use those, like, as personalized little gift wrap or whatever. Right. Um, or even, like, keepsake boxes I thought would be cool, too. You yeah. could, like, buy a wooden box and like decorate it and then use it like multiple years for somebody. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a fun idea. Or even just making like natural ornaments, like decorating pine cones. Or this year I am making a, well, I'm going to do it. I just haven't yet. I started it. (laughs) Um, But you take, and it was a girl that I follow on Instagram. I think her, it's like Houseco, but it's H-A-U-Z-C-O. Um, is her handle and she does some super cute little gifts and like DIY decor and so many cute things for the holiday but she's the one who I got the paper bag idea from Um, we made stars out of them Mm -hmm. and she so you take orange slices and you bake them and then you can like string them on a garland or put them like as ornaments and they look really pretty and they smell good Um, so she made a garland with that in like strung it along her um like Christmas tree clippings Mm -hmm. that she made into a garland so that was super pretty and just kind of fun but there are so many things that you could do you could even use like clothes that you are gonna throw away or get rid of that are like not in good enough shape to donate really Mm -hmm. and like use that fabric to make little like pom-poms and string them to put on your Christmas tree or, you know, anything like that I feel like is a fun idea. Um, Um, Really quick, you just said, you mentioned shirts and I was just thinking and I've seen them. I haven't done it, but I want to. Um, Something that you can do if you have like a bunch of t-shirts, like say for instance, like we have a bunch of KU t-shirts and uh we don't always wear them all the time or like some of them have like a random hole somewhere or like if they're a white shirt, like the armpit is discolored or anything like that. You can actually take all of those kind of like meaningful t-shirts. So it could be a sports team. It could be concert tees. It could be, you know, whatever. And you can send them, I think they have them on Etsy, um, but there's also websites. You can send them in and they will turn it into a quilt. Oh my like gosh, a keepsake I love that. quilt. Uh-huh. It, like, even if you're not going to use it to cover up, like it's an adorable like keepsake that you will have that has all of your like great memories. And it's, you know, eco-friendly because they just basically cut out the um, design of the t-shirt and like sew it onto 
um, fabric and make a, yeah. a quilt, which I, I think is adorable. I have friends, um, a couple of their moms did that for all the like school t-shirts growing mm-hmm. up. And then for graduation, they gave them oh, cute. the quilt made yeah. of the t-shirts. And yeah, that my mom wasn't like that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a really, I thought a cool yeah. idea. So yeah. that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, like repurposes for all people. those t-shirts mm-hmm. that you're just going to like shove in a drawer or whatever. Exactly. So, yeah, I love that you said adopting an animal because I was thinking, like, so I have a child that we sponsor through um, Compassion International. Mm-hmm. And so that's, like, another option, too. If you're, if you want to go, like, the animal route, that's amazing. Obviously, mm-hmm. there are so many animals that need, like, to be taken care of and live in somewhere that's safe for them. Um, and then there are also, like, outreaches and ministries, too, that do that same thing for kids in third world countries. Mm -hmm. So, um, and even if you maybe can't afford to like sponsor them every month throughout the year, you can give gifts and stuff like that. So that's a cool idea. Um, really quick, um, on, I was thinking about animals. I just want to put this out there. I'm sure none of our listeners are these kind of people, but if you know someone, for the love, do not go out and surprise someone with a dog that you know oh, that does no. not want a dog or that hasn't asked for a dog. Mm-mm. It's totally different. Like, if Levi surprised me with a puppy on or a dog that he adopted on Christmas Day, I would lose my shit in the best way possible. But January is almost, like, I've read, like, crazy stats. I don't know them off the top of my head. Animal shelters are Overwhelmed. overwhelmed. With animals that were bought or adopted and then given back or given up or surrendered in January because the person didn't want it, doesn't have the time to take care of it, the couple breaks up after the holidays, mm-hmm. like whatever that is, just just don't do that for a Christmas gift unless somebody specifically has asked you for a dog for the last like two years. Like just, let's just take that out of the equation. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, definitely. It's, it's cold right now, like you're probably like, if somebody you know, I know none of our listeners are like that. They're all like great human beings and wouldn't be doing that. (laughs) We Um, have faith in you. Yeah. But if you know somebody, like talk them out of it, have them adopt something else right now. Not saying that the dogs don't need help, but they will need help next month when all of the animals are overrunning the, you know, cats and dogs at the animal shelter. Or when everyone's back at work and back at school and... I'm not they don't saying, have yeah. time to spend with their dogs, so they feel bad and have to return it. Like, if, yes. yeah, let's just avoid that. Yeah, and if you, you know, all of the above. So I, I want the animals to have help. Just instead, make a donation to the animal shelter in that person's name instead of getting a dog. Just because I think they all do need homes, and I, I want that to happen. But I don't want the overwhelm that all of the animal shelters feel. The dogs that think they have a home and then are given up. Like, it's just. That's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. So you could do something fun like take Christmas pictures, volunteer to take Christmas pictures for the animals. Yeah. We did a Valentine's photo shoot last year and it was so fun. Yeah. And we so got some of the animals adopted. Uh, adopted through those cute little pictures that we yeah. posted with them and of them. So there are other ways to yes. help out for sure. You could volunteer Sorry. together. Yeah. I'm passionate about that. I, I <laughs> Brittany get loves the animals. I do. I do. <laughs> we it, all do. But yes, yes, I'm really big on the animal that, front. For that's sure. a good little note to put in there, yeah. though. So um, I forgot that on this other page I had helpful ways to give experiences. So mm-hmm. if you like that idea and you aren't really sure what to do, like I said, especially because this year is a little more tricky with COVID being an issue. Um, and travel being, you know, restricted and stuff like that. There are so many things like photo shoots. I thought that was kind of a cool Mm -hmm. one. Like find a local photographer that you want to support and especially like girls. So whether it's like wife or mom will never be mad about having professional pictures pictures Mm -hmm. because like those are memories that last forever. Mm -hmm. And even though... You know, she might say like, oh, I don't, I don't like pictures being taken of me. Do it because that's going to be something that is cherished. Um, you could do craft nights, um, coaching sessions. So I thought about like, if your child plays a sport or plays an instrument, like a year of music lessons because they've been wanting to learn the drums or, um, they want to get better at baseball. So like a private 
coaching session with, you know, someone that works with pitching or, you know, whatever. Right. Um, there's things like, there's a website called Earthbox and they teach you, like there's different options that they have, but, um, it teaches you about all different parts of the world. And usually there's like a craft or like a food or, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of cool and educational. You could do it for like with a couple, they could do it together or you could do it for your kids or grandkids or whatever. Um, nieces and nephews, there's stuff like starting a savings account. Mm, A lot of people don't think about that, but like if my parents would do something like that instead of buying a million <laughs> toys for my kids, I would be super appreciative. Yeah. Um, I thought doing like a cooking class together. Ooh, I so love cooking classes. And maybe if your, you know, city's like super COVID lockdown, then I thought like pulling up a YouTube video or like a Food Network episode or whatever and like making the meal that they like that you're watching them mm-hmm. make together yeah. would be kind of fun or just like finding a recipe online and having like a total chef night or whatever. Well, I've seen they have virtual cooking classes now where yeah. they like get you the grocery list beforehand. Oh, see, that's fun. And you like it's kind of like I Zoom would love for that as a date, Jacob. So yeah. if you're listening, <laughs> get on it. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and then house cleaning. Oh, like, gosh. You could pay. Levi. <laughs> <laughs> Levi, if you're listening. Um, you could pay for, like, a cleaning service for a couple months or, you know, as long as you wanted to. That, I think, would be an amazing gift as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just, like, acts of service. Like, there are some people whose love language is getting or receiving gifts. That's totally fine. But figure out what your spouse or you know whoever you're thinking of what their love language is and do that like some people are acts of service so like if I do dishes for the entire year or six months or whatever I usually do them no matter what Jacob says but (laughs) um if he didn't have to do dishes because for some reason he despises doing dishes then that would like make him super happy it's so weird like I don't mind doing dishes so somebody would vacuum for me for the rest of my life I don't mind doing dishes but I hate vacuuming with a passion everyone has that thing that they hate so like mine is folding laundry um I don't mind that (laughs) switch (laughs) right so just you know there are so many things and obviously the whole point is just to be thoughtful Mm -hmm. and maybe a little bit more creative than years before Yes. But there's so many ways to help the earth to, yeah. like, not add to maybe you feel like you already have so much stuff in your house. Yeah. There are a lot of other ideas that you can pull out of the bag. I like it. I like it. Um, well, we gave you a lot of, you know, maybe not traditional ideas, which I think is fun. So, uh-huh. you know, everyone likes a gift guide. This is like your virtual um, eco gift guide. Right. So, um, okay. So I came up with a few tips on, you know, we touched on starting out, like how people kind of get to their wits end on during the holidays. And I have some, maybe some tips that I came up with that can help with that. And, you know, I'm sure Aaron has some too. Um, so the first one, and I know that this is going to come out of the gate hot and people are going to be like, really, this is that time of the year, but hear me out. So Please, please, please limit the amount of sweets and junk food that you eat. (laughs) And I say this for a multitude of reasons, but before you like freak out because you have to have your like grandma's like, you know, pecan pie or whatever that is. I say this only not to say that you can't have that, but if you have grandma's pecan pie and then you have your coworker's candy that she makes and then your neighbor drops off cookies and then you end up getting Christmas candy in your stocking and you go to a holiday party and they have desserts everywhere. I'm not saying that you can't, like, have a bite here, enjoy something there, or, you know, whatever. But the reason I'd say to limit it is that a lot of people can end up actually feeling burnt out and stressed because of what they're eating. So you end up in this, like, vicious, like, sugar cycle for three weeks, like, you know, from, like, the week before Christmas when it all starts showing up Mm -hmm. till New Year's, and you eat all the sugar, you crash, your moods crash, your hormones go haywire, and then you end up eating more of the stuff because you've crashed and your body's wanting a hit of kind of energy. And you kind of go through this like 
horrible cycle that sends your body into fight or flight by eating that food. And I don't think people understand how much like food affects you, like how you feel. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, sugar is literally like a drug. So if you go on this like three week binger plus a bunch of red wine, then you're going to feel like shit. And because you feel that way, you're going to go into like a self-loathing type of, you know, like, like you maybe were doing good as far as like discipline on that type of thing goes Mm -hmm. and then you've ruined it yeah you feel bad because of the things that you're putting in your body and because you let yourself down a little bit or because you didn't have self-control or whatever yeah and the other part of it is is like okay so say like I said your grandma's pecan pie which I hate pecan pie but whatever (laughs) um that's just what popped in my head so um that's like what you look forward to if you can kind of realize like okay do I really need to eat like 10 Reese's peanut butter cups at the office, like, because there's a holiday candy jar out. No, like you can have Reese's peanut butter cups the other 12 time, 12 months of the year. Like they're always there. That probably isn't something that you care about. I mean, if Reese's peanut butter cup is your thing and you wait 11 months out of the year to go, you know, ham on, (laughs) on some, then that's fine. But in this scenario, we're talking about grandma's pie. So no, you probably don't need that in the sense of, like, it's not going to add anything to your life. Like, I'm not saying that they don't taste good or that they won't be oh, yummy in the moment. Oh, we love peanut butter cups. Yeah, but you don't have to have, like, those, the pie, everything else added in. And on top of that, if you can kind of get into the mindset of, like, is this serving me right now versus, like, what's actually going to hinder me and how I feel. Maybe you do or don't want to lose weight. I don't know. But your energy levels, your stress levels, you can go guilt-free into eating an extra large slice of grandma's pie because you haven't gone insane on eating. Like, I know. I'm, like, the queen of, like, eating something. And I will, like, have the actual thought. I'm, like, this isn't that great. Like, why am I eating it? Like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, one of those things just because... If it's it's, bad for you. Not even, I like, not even so much that it's bad for me. It's just, like, I don't need it. Like, maybe I had a full meal and I had one cookie, but here I am on, like, the third cookie. And I'm, like... Why am I doing this? Yeah, like, I mean, like, eh, this isn't really, like, doing anything great for me. Not because of, like, that the cookie in itself is bad. Like, I don't think we all need extra sugar. But it's just because, like... It's not adding anything. I've already had my food. I've had a cookie. Like, I don't need this. Like, but it's like a habit. And like, you kind of get caught up and like, it's the holidays. And then on top of it, if you can kind of like get through that little hump of being like, I don't need all of this. You won't so much be like in that fuck it mentality that people are like, oh, fuck it. I'll just start in January. You know, it can. It's Christmas. Yeah. I can just. Yeah. Go buck wild. Exactly. So. That's why I say it. Enjoy what really, really lights you up and, like, what you've been looking forward to and what tastes amazing and adds, like, happiness to your life. And cut out what you don't need, the extra cookie or, like, the stuff that you end up eating every year where you could, because you eat it out of guilt or so-and-so sends you a fruit, you know, yeah. whatever. Or just because yeah. it's there. Yeah. That's probably my, like, biggest reason for eating junk food. I don't buy it, so... When we get it, I'm like, oh, well, sure, yeah. I'll have a cookie. Yeah. Or sure, I'll, you yeah. know, because it's there and it's easy and it probably tastes good. Yes. So that's why I say it. I'm not judging you what you eat or don't <laughs> eat, but I'm just trying to help you with your, your stress and how you're feeling. For so, sure. Um, and the other tip on that is one thing to do, and it's super easy and it doesn't really, like, limit anything, is just to make sure that you have a healthy breakfast and lunch. Like, usually everything that we're doing is happening at dinner time or cocktail hours, nights, like... Christmas parties, whatever, have a really awesome, like, loaded smoothie with all the goods, like the greens and the Mm -hmm. fruits and, you know, protein powders, lunch, like a salad, you know, whatever. I I don't eat meat, so if you eat, that's fine, whatever. But uh, something that's, like, hearty, a black bean burger and a salad on the side or, you know, a vegetable, whatever that is, eat two really good meals so you know your body's getting the kind of, like nutrients that it needs and Mm -hmm. can help like regulate that out yeah Yeah, for sure so I guess the point is like keep your long-term goals in mind and just like make it easier for yourself it seems like just 
going crazy on junk is going to be easier. But yeah, like those chemicals are going to keep you, or the lack of chemicals, I guess, are going to keep you feeling good. And it's going to be easier to enjoy your holidays. Yeah. And you just like, everyone feels good when they've had like high nutrient dense food. Like nobody feels bad, like eating healthy. So if you can at least try to balance it out by eating two healthier nutrient dense meals and then you know, when you can, if it's just a normal day, eating your regular dinner. But if not, like, you can at least know that your body is getting, like, the spinach or the vitamin C or the, you know, what protein, mm-hmm. you know, that you've been having. It's it's way easier. So, um, okay, tip number two. I have gotten into this, and I say this um, because it's become my favorite way. It's be, I have a love-hate with it relationship with it so it's breath work I don't know have you done any breath work um I did like a short little segment on this coaching um course that I was doing but no I want to do more so I love breath work because it's like an active meditation where you're not trying to like completely silence your mind like you can get to that point and it's definitely something that happens Mm -hmm. but it's not like meditation where you're trying to sit still and not think of anything for 10 minutes like I, a course that I was in, she did, um, weekly breathwork sessions and they were 45 minutes to an hour. So that's a little long. There's way shorter on like, um, like YouTube or whatever. And you can sign up for classes. Um, there's, um, virtual studios that have classes, but you kind of get into, and they all do different ones, but they get into a breathing pattern that helps your body like reset and it reoxygenates your blood and depending on what breathe, like what breath you have for it, it can help you relax. It can energize you. It can reset you. It's like insanity. But I'm saying that just from a point, if you're not interested in breath work, like, okay, sub in meditation, try to do something like that four times a week. Like I know it'd probably be really hard to sit here and tell you if you can do seven days a week, like that's amazing. But if not, like get 10 minutes of like, you resetting, clearing your mind, doing breath work. You can do guided meditations, whatever that is. Just do something for your mental health. Yeah. Yeah. So self-care. Yes. And then number three, I wouldn't be, you know, doing my due diligence as a, you know, happy vegan if I didn't ask you to limit your usage of animal products and Overall, just try not to overbuy food. Like, I, I don't care what it is that you're eating. We waste so much food. Like, mm-hmm. people, like, will be having hams and turkeys again come, you know, Christmas dinner. And there'll be, like, four people that they're having over. And they'll buy a 30-pound turkey. And it's like, what are you doing with all that? We know you're not eating it. People complain about having eaten turkey or whatever for the last four days. And they end up, like, throwing <laughs> it out. Like, if that's what you want to get, that's on you. But regardless of what you're buying, try not to over buy the food. Like it's fine to have leftovers for a day or two, but we throw so much food away. I meant to write it down. I saw the stat a while back, but it's like billions of pounds of food during the holidays. Isn't that just like sickening? Yes. I actually had written down something about that too. So leftover food obviously is an issue, like Brittany was saying. Um, So... Have a plan, and I think that maybe the first part of your plan is, yeah, like when you're actually buying the food for your holiday, Mm -hmm. just to be practical and think like, okay, I grew up in a Mexican family, so we never, (laughs) ever have less food than we need. We definitely go a little overboard because Mm -hmm. like feeding people is our love language, and But being a little bit more conservative, a (laughs) little more, like, health slash, like, goal conscious Mm -hmm. is an easy way to think about it. Um, And, yeah, just knowing that you're buying enough food for the people that are going to be there or that you're sharing it with and maybe, like, for a little bit of leftovers or whatever. But have a plan for your leftovers. So maybe, like, I know that on Pinterest there's – all kinds of ideas for things to do with your leftovers or like ways to revamp them and like make them in like into a new like fun thing. I love making like for Thanksgiving, for example, 
I love making egg rolls out of leftovers. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it sounds weird, but it's really, really good with, like, stuffing and cranberry sauce and stuff. And, like, if you eat turkey, you could do your turkey or even, like, your vegan turkey. Turkey, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what it was called. <laughs> your verky. <laughs> um, so something like that is always fun. It helps you to be a little more creative in the kitchen. Um, or even just, like, freezing Leftovers. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to put something away because in a couple months, like, it might sound good again. You yeah. don't have to eat it for three weeks straight and make yourself hate whatever you're eating. Um, or even donating. A lot of times there are, like, we here, even though it's a small town, we don't have, like, a homeless shelter or a big, like, soup kitchen or anything. But we have a food pantry. Mm-hmm. And if you buy an excess of, like yams or like cranberry sauce or anything like that that's non-perishable or that could be like immediately donated to somebody then you know do that don't open that extra can like save it and then you can donate it later on yeah i agree so yeah those are all good all good so try to limit the food overbuying and anywhere that you can limit some of your animal product um usage i would love you for it you'll be extra special in my heart so <laughs> Okay, this one's pretty easy and not too crazy. Um, Try to keep your routine as much as possible. Like, I'm somebody, for instance, that works out in the morning. Like, I like to do it. It starts my day. I do it five to six days a week. And during the holidays, I'm super, you know, like, I know that it's easy to fall out. Like, of those, you know, people are off work and they're, like not in their routines and it's harder and you just want to sleep in or like do whatever. And all of that stuff is really, you know, special because it it does give you a time um, to kind of be with your family or take a step back from work. But if you can stay in your routine, they've actually proven it reduces your stress hormones because your body naturally knows that, um, like it knows its routine. So it doesn't have to think about it. It doesn't have to have like willpower to do it so it's not taking on anything extra it's kind of like oh yeah autopilot basically Mm -hmm. so it kind of takes out that little bit of like extra stress that you may have and I kind of am talking about working out but maybe you're somebody that like meditates in the morning or you go for a walk or you have your coffee and you make your to-do list or you know you sleep from 11 to 6 or whatever that is you know keep that in as much of a routine as possible And I actually saw this video a while back about keeping your sleep routine, even on the weekends, because so when you, um, like say you get out of, like you stay up late one day and then you sleep in and it throws off your sleeping cycle, you actually send your body into fight or flight because it doesn't realize like, oh God, we stayed up late. Something must've been wrong. We were like looking for a predator. We were trying to like keep the tribe safe. We were, you know, doing something like that. And you will find, and I never knew this, like, you know, when you like stay up late and you like are kind of thrown off and you end up like waking up off and on throughout the night and you have no idea why. Mm -hmm. Um, at least that happens to me. Like if I stay up with friends or whatever, and I'll kind of like toss and turn and I'll wake up. Um, It's because your body's still in fight or flight and it's waking up to make sure that like there's no like, you know, like predator, quote unquote, or like fear happening around you. So I thought that that was super interesting on like keeping your routine so that your body doesn't have to like make another decision or have to like think about that because you're doing other stuff and then trying to keep your sleep within an hour one way or the other of what you normally go to bed, which I thought was kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. And I mean, I definitely can tell like when I am off of a different routine after I've been doing really good, then it does just to make you like not feel as awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so is that all you had for um, your... I have kind of two more, but they all kind of tie together. Um, so really quick, take some time for yourself during the holidays, like, you know, whatever, read a book, have some tea, watch a funny movie, get a mani-pedi, like... Take some time for you, like, doing something that feels good to you because there is a lot going on and we tend to, like, do a lot for people um, during the holidays. And in that same vein, say no. We've already touched on that, but say no whenever you feel like it. There is no guilt because 
if somebody, you know, wants you to help out with this or to make cookies for that or to show up here at this party or to do that, say no whenever you want to. There's no guilt, no shame for doing what feels right for you. Um, I think that that is just kind of a huge one at the holidays. People um, kind of tend to overexert themselves because they think they have to and you do not have to. Um, And if somebody freaks out about it or is upset, that's a reflection of them, not a reflection of you. That's something that's clearly triggering for them and they need to work through it, not you. Setting a healthy boundary is never the you like your fault. Like if it's healthy and you don't want to do something, it's okay to say no. It doesn't matter what it is. So totally agree with that. Yeah. Um I felt like this went right along the same lines. Um maybe just doing like a new ritual or a spell. Like, I feel like that could be a fun kind of, mm-hmm. like, way to take care of yourself, to, like, okay, so obviously the holidays are about gifts and food and spending time with family and all of that stuff, but um, it's definitely a very, like, spiritual time of year, too. Oh, yeah. So I feel like, for me, the way that I grew up learning and thinking about Christmas is a little bit different than the way that I view it now. Uh So I want for it to still be like very spiritual. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, how can I, you know, still do that? Well, there are obviously like, no matter, I guess what your religious or spiritual views are, there are oils and stuff like that, that they talk about in the Bible. Like Mm -hmm. frankincense is one of my favorite oils. Mm -hmm. And I, well, and lots of spiritual, you know, opinions believe that it can do a lot for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe like diffusing an awesome oil that gets you like more in tune with your spirituality and just like taking that few minutes in the morning to do some meditation or whatever. Um, and then like coming up with a list of the things that you, you know, like are trying to call in and that you could reevaluate like next Christmas or, you know, something like that is really fun or really just thinking about like, since the holiday is supposed to be about God, um, thinking about like what God means to you and how you can be more connected spiritually to the earth and to your family and to the people around you. I think that's like something that we don't really talk about a lot because everyone does have their own views on it. But, um, Obviously, your physical body is just as important as your spiritual body. And if one's not well, then the other can't be well. So, Oh, yeah. I mean, just you touching on that. I I think I have a bubble on it or a highlight bubble on my Instagram. But um, December 21st is the winter solstice, which falls, you know, Uh right in the midst of all of the holidays. Um, And I do, we like, Levi and I do solstice and um, equinox jars, like, on every you know, four times of the year and kind of work on what we want to call in and manifest. And it's a very kind of spiritual practice that we do. And, um, I, you know, just a recap for what it is. We just go and collect items that are abundant outside in nature, pine, like in winter, it's pine cones and the red berries and evergreen and like some rocks. And we put them in a glass mason jar with water and, um, let it sit, you know, for three days on top of the, um, intentions that we write out. And fun fact, last year on my (laughs) intentions list, it was, um, a mystical best friend, more couple friends, um, multiple streams of income and living like more, like wild, you know, like our dog that passed away. I got, obviously, Aaron and I have become super close and we're, she's my mystical best friend. We have more couple friends, um, multiple streams of income. We started Gypsy and um, I started with Monate. I got the stay wild tattoo on my arm for our dog. So this shit works. So if you want, like, if you need any like tips on solstice stars, let me know, but it doesn't have to be that you can do whatever you want. You can Google and look for all sorts of stuff. Solstice stars was 
I think I've kind of, I don't know if I made it up or I'm sure other people do it, but it's just something we created that sounded fun. Uh-huh. So yeah, and it doesn't have to be It's a good, easy, crazy. cheap way to yeah. be intentional and to like, yep. you know, do something cool like that, I feel. So yeah, the main point, I guess, is that we want you to enjoy your holidays. We want you to like really, really love and appreciate this time of year and not make it any harder on yourself or yeah, be intentional with your time and energy and how you want this holiday to be. It doesn't have to be perfect to be enjoyable. Oh yeah. Like I, I saw that on like a psychology, um, I think it was psychology today or something like that, their website. And it was saying like, taking out in your head, like, oh, it's going to be the perfect holiday is like the number one way to release stress from it. Like it doesn't have to be perfect for people to enjoy it. And usually when it's not perfect, like when somebody, you know, burns the rolls and (laughs) like the Christmas tree lights halfway don't work. And like, you know, those are the stories that you laugh about forever. So don't worry about it. Right. And I also, I mean, I also think that your perfect holiday doesn't have to be someone else's perfect holiday. Like, no, it doesn't have to be a hallmark perfect holiday. Yeah, <laughs> or like make it different. Yeah. I definitely want to have some like weird, spiritual, awesome like holiday. And maybe my kids will hate me for a couple years. I I don't think they really will. But they'll think like, why is our family weird and not, we don't do the same <laughs> things that everyone else does? But like maybe they'll grow up and be like, hey, maybe my mom was onto something in that like weird stuff that she, you know, told mm-hmm. us. Like it's kind of yeah. cool now. So yeah, I mean, because look, like here I was getting emotional from stuff that I used to do with my family like years ago. Yeah. It's still impactful. So um, you can you can make it whatever you want. Just take care of yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually, whatever that means. Um, and that's what'll make the holidays Yeah, that's what'll magical. make it because you'll be feeling good. And when you feel good, others around you will feel the same. So for sure. All right. Well, let us know if you guys get any of these gifts or try any of the, the tips out. Hopefully we tried to, you know, provide some that weren't expensive or overly time consuming and maybe we're a little out of the box because that's our favorite place to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, this one, well, I think we'll have one more before the holidays. So I almost said Merry Christmas or in happy holidays, but it'll probably <laughs> be a little bit, but have a good week guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. If you like this episode, we would love for you to leave us a five-star review and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. After all, like energy attracts like energy, so keep the good vibes coming. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.